Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today, I want to talk about dedicated podcast listening apps, something that way too many podcasters obsess over. And I need you to understand why you should stop doing that. It is not a healthy way for you, the podcaster, to spend your time. That's what we're going to talk about. Let me share with you kind of the history of podcasting and how this whole thing started. I promise to be brief. I won't bore you to tears. When podcasting dropped on the scene in 2004, there wasn't podcast listening apps out there. iTunes did not incorporate podcasting. There was no Spotify. There certainly wasn't a Pandora listening to podcasts. Those, those apps existed. But the very first podcasts were consumed by clammed together applications. It wasn't long before some really, really smart people, hi, Ray Slikinski, if you're listening, put out some products to create interesting ways to gather this information so that the shows that were on the internet could be automatically downloaded and then ported over to a listening device. Okay, that's how we started. Very much dedicated podcast listening apps. iPod X was an awesome little tool. Then the world changed in summer of 2005 when Apple via iTunes incorporated podcasting, and of course the explosion happened. All right. So while a lot of those little small companies shut down over to doing different things, many more have survived. You've likely heard of, if you're a podcaster already, you've likely heard of things like Stitcher and Spreaker and CastBox and all sorts of other little apps that are out there. There are dozens, maybe even a hundred, I don't even know anymore, of these dedicated podcast listening apps. And as I Pay attention inside of the podcaster community to where, if you're interested in the podcasting scene and you're listening to my voice right now, you likely have some interest in the podcasting scene. Maybe you've joined some of these discussions where there's a robust and heated debate on which one is better. Overcast. Castbox. Just on and on and on. Here's the deal. If you have probably heard recently, Spotify... Pandora, Apple, big companies that are now getting in and commanding a big share of the market. Google Podcast, yeah, not so much. Eventually it'll get there. These places are eating the lunch of the little guy. And, and here's the deal. I love the little guy. I love that people are out there making Overcast and CastBox and a dozen other things. I'm not focusing on those two because that's all I can think of right now but there are many of them. But here, let me tell you why I don't think you should focus on them as a podcaster. As a podcaster, you need to understand one thing more than anything else when it comes to this. And that is how your current listeners 
and potential Futioner listeners, consume your content. You need to deeply understand how your content is being consumed by as many people as possible. And what that means is, you need to listen to your show. You need to subscribe to your show the same way the majority of your audience does. You need to understand their pain and suffering to get your content so that you intrinsically understand how the tool that the majority of the people use to consume your content and content like yours, how your content appears on those devices is key. So if you're spending all of your time focusing around on these other dedicated podcasting apps, as cool as they may be, most people don't want them. Most people don't care about trimmed silence. Most people don't care about increasing the speed to 1.5x or higher. Most people don't do any of those things. Those are fine to have. Don't get me wrong. Power consumers are out there that use them, and yeah, it's okay for you to use them. But, but, as a podcaster, your energy and effort should be spent understanding what your listeners are likely to do and adjust necessarily, adjust as necessarily, let's say that better, Evo, so that you get what they do. And so you know how your content is being consumed. That means, here's what that means. If you have an, an iOS device, you have to subscribe to your show and a bunch of other shows on Apple Podcast. You just have to. You really do. You need to understand the environment, how it works, how things look, and do a deep dive of your show as a listener might with that device. And then you need to do the same thing with Spotify. And everybody should with Spotify, by the way, because Spotify's uh, last numbers I heard was a little over 8% of the audience now. That's a pretty big number, and it's growing in a big time. And as soon as it's possible... You should be able to, you should subscribe to and consume your show and other shows in Pandora. But you are not going to stop there. That's today, late 2018, I'm telling you this. I still say, before too terribly long, our friends at Audible will do the same thing that Pandora and Spotify have done. And they will bring in additional content. They will bring in podcast content to display to their people. And that means, serious podcaster, you'll need to also subscribe and consume your content there because that will also be the big number because they're not dedicated apps. These places have tens of millions of active users every single month that are consuming content. That is much more important for you to understand than the new cool hotness that allows you a power podcast consumer to speed up your content, to speed up your content and listening so you go faster. Most people aren't trying to shove more content in their life. Not yet. Now, that that might change. I will grant you that it's possible that some of these devices may enable that. Oh, by the way, Apple Podcasts, if you are an iOS user, it, listen, it lets you listen at one and a half speed. And that's the way I listen to almost everything. Not so much for the Spotify's and the Pandora's yet, although they might at some point in time. That's fine. You have to understand this aspect and listen and consume that way and and really stop caring in all honesty just simply stop caring about these 
dedicated podcast listening devices, whether they're old school that have been around for forever or there's some brand new hotness because there's always some brand new hotness that's going to come along and be that. And I'm my prediction, if you will, is that we're likely not to see a dedicated podcast listening app that ever gets dominance over the aggregator apps that bring in a lot of different types of audio content. I know it's hard as a podcaster to not see, no, I know it's hard as a podcaster to not realize that there, most people don't see a difference between radio content and podcasting content. They just don't. Audiobook content, other types of spoken word content, even, even like, you know, music content. There are, people are happy to have all of that together. And it's not up to us to say, oh, well, but I'm different. We're not different. In the, in the people's mind, we're just content. We're just audio content they want to consume, and they want to consume it where the hell they want to consume it. And the vast majority of people will continue to consume it on the tools that give them lots and lots of different choices. They do. And that's the way it works. So if you're a podcaster and you're obsessing over a small app that's your favorite little app that's fine let it be your favorite little app that's perfectly fine and I, and I like that you adapt I like that you uh, are looking for something new and maybe you can push the forefront but my clients are really busy <laughs> don't have a lot of time for that nonsense so to them and people like them I tell them figure out where most of your people are listening and it's Spotify and it's Apple Podcasts and soon to be Pandora likely and make sure that that is where you also are consuming not just your content, but other content as well, so that you can put yourself in the position of a real live listener. That is super important in business to understand what that happens. If you need more help understanding business and podcasting and how it works together, get in touch. I launch podcasts for businesses. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro reaches me. Go to podcastlaunch.pro for more information. And I shall return tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, 
or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.